Field Notes brand, USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrands.com or 400 North May in Chicago. It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at dynastypodcast.com. This week, Derek Grant. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here at Beat Kitchen. Um, Post-soundtrack, pre-doors, I'm here with Derek Grant. How are you doing, man? Doing great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, man. Uh, you and your band, you guys just got done sound-checking. I was just telling you, man, you guys sounded in incredible and you were, you told me something crazy that i kind of don't believe yeah this is our this well this will be our fourth show and uh before that we had just a couple of rehearsals to kind of get ready for this you know I, I was uh planning on doing these shows to support the record wasn't sure if i was going to do it by myself or if i was going to do it with a band and uh you know thankfully i got some really good friends here in chicago and a, a great friend from detroit that came out uh so i got my buddy matt van playing bass uh from detroit neil hennessy from the lawrence arms playing drums Eli Caterer from the Smoking Popes playing guitar, so it's like I couldn't ask for a better group of people. And so it's a lot of kind of like, you know, punk rock royalty in yeah. the band, you yeah. know, yourself included. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, we're all, we're all friends, we've known each other for a long time, our bands have toured together, you know, we've even kind of played together in different capacities, mm-hmm. but never this particular combination of people, and never this material, obviously, so, um, yeah, I, I couldn't be more more uh happy with the way things have, have been going and i'm really excited for tonight yeah uh let, let's talk about the band for a second we're going to talk about the solo record we're going to move through all these things other uh, band you just listed some really heavy hitters in the band was it just a matter of you sending a text and being like hey you want to do you know this thing you want to do the band with with i mean how did this kind of come together with these people that was pretty much it like uh toby who who runs red square uh, red scare that put out the record not red square it's <laughs> totally different uh red scare he, put, he was kind enough to put on my record, and uh, so when we were booking these shows, he was like, you know, maybe you should do like a full band thing, because it's a little bit more representative of what's on the record. Uh, so maybe you should get a band together for the Bee Kitchen show. So the first person that came to mind was Neil, uh, who was my old roommate in, in Chicago here. Um, I, I moved to Vermont about a year and a half ago, but years ago, uh, I used to live with Neil. So he was the first person that came to mind, and he's played with Eli, you know, with in a bunch of different projects. and. So Eli sort of that kind of that piece fell into place pretty easily, and then I was trying to figure out who who I would get to play bass. And I, I was visiting family in Detroit where I grew up, and I ran into my friend Matt, who I hadn't seen in a while, and he's a he's an amazing bass player, and we had played in bands together, and it just everything got kind of clicked, like it really fell together really easily. And you know, then it was just a matter of getting us all in the same the same place, and and you know, was it going to work or not? But the first rehearsal was one of the most like. Uh, there was just like a synergy and an energy to it that was like, was awesome. Like, yeah. I, and for me to hear the songs, all the songs on the record were written by myself and recorded by myself. So it wasn't really a collaborative thing. And there wasn't that, that energy of having, you know, different, different band members and different styles. So just having the input of all these amazing musicians just has like breathed all this like new life into the songs. So it's, it's been great. Well, I mean, like I said, man, if you had not said that you guys have only done like four shows together, this is going to be your fourth, I would have never have guessed because I know that people listening didn't just get to check out the sound check that I did, but you guys sounded really, really tight. Um, you know, so the record, it's called Breakdown. It's not your first solo record, right? It, it is. I mean, I, I've released sort of uh, digital, you know, free downloads and stuff of stuff that I did. I did a, a project in the vein of 
like 80s prints, like electro funk, uh, like five or six years ago. I also released a, a free download of a, a song, like a batch of songs that I wrote when I was 12 years old, and it's me singing as a 12-year-old with me as like a 35-year-old playing playing the instrument. So it was like this weird collaboration with my younger self. That is, I mean, which is awesome in and of itself. When I read that, when I was like, you know, reading up, I was like, that is insane. Like, I'm sure so many people would wish that they could do some kind of like weird time travel collaboration with their like nine-year-old self or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a very surreal experience. And, and initially, what I was going to do is just take the songs that I had written as a child and just re-record them from scratch. But, you know, I had the benefit of these multi-track recordings. I used to record on a four-track when I was a kid. So I had the vocal tracks, and there was a charm to it. My voice was like, you know, prepubescent, and it's just like, you know, but I'm trying to sing like an adult, so it's like, has this really kind of like corny quality to it. And I was like, I cannot, I can't do this justice. I can't replicate this now. So let's just make it, let's just consider this a project, a collaboration between me and Reaper, which was what I called myself when I was 12 years old, so. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so the record, but but the record now, it's called Breakdown, and these songs, I think I read they were written like around like 2008, 2009, is that the case? Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were written, I was going through a pretty rough period in my life, and um, I ended up just grabbing a guitar and uh, traveling around the country and staying with friends and staying at hotels and, you know, just kind of wherever I could crash for a while, spending a couple weeks here and, you know, a month or two there. And trying to write a song a day and, um, you know, just trying to really express sort of what I was going through and feeling at the time. And it was fully just for my own personal use, you know, it wasn't really, uh, I wasn't confident enough to, to want to release it, you know, put it out into the world. And I, I did ultimately end up releasing a few of the songs, some very early rough versions of it online, um, and got some very good, you know, positive feedback about it. And, uh, and eventually, you know, I, I had just reached this point of like, you know, getting a lot of closure with the stuff that I had written about. And it just felt like it was time to kind of put it out there into the world and give it a proper release. And, you know, I, I've, I've been playing music for a long time and been part of a lot of different bands. And it's nice to, to finally kind of step out and do something under my own name. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm already writing, you know, new songs and I'm kind of like excited about this whole, this whole journey of, of doing something under my own name. Well, you know, how much does the, the process and the material change when you're revisiting something from like four, five, six years ago, are you are you re-recording the songs as is? Are you just releasing them as they were, you know, recorded back then, or, you know, do they kind of undergo a, you know, not a remix, but you know, like a revision process? Not so much. I, I try to keep it. Um, I mean, some of the vocals are very flawed. You know, some my voice breaks up in weird ways, and I'm definitely trying to find my voice in a lot of the recordings. Like, you know, sometimes it's raspy, and sometimes it's kind of high and shrill, and you know, so I, I was I was trying to find my way, and and part of me, like the sort of producer part of me, says, "Well, re-record the vocals and make it more consistent." But there's like a uh, an emotion in the vocals that is very very much tied to that particular time, and I'm not in that same place in my life anymore. I'm I'm, I'm extremely happy. Uh, I'm married. I live in Vermont. Um, you know, I I can't complain about about you know what anything that's going on in my life right now, and. Uh, you know, I, I had, like I said, reached this place where I, I had gained this closure with a lot of the stuff that was going on at the time. So now I was able to sort of objectively look at those songs and just go, all right, these are, these are good songs and I want to release them and I can kind of detach myself emotionally from it a little bit. And uh, it's best to just leave it the way it is. And I just did a little remix, you know, just tried to clean it up a little bit. But 
for the most part, it's all the same performances that I, I recorded, at, you know, in 2008, 2009. Yeah. Well, you know, for anyone who hasn't heard it, I mean, again, the record is called Breakdown, under your own name, Derek Grant. It's, it's very, like, lush. It's... I don't want to say it's like acoustic because that makes it sound like it's like a coffee shop record and it's not, but there's a lot of like acoustic kind of influence and sensibilities in it. I don't think country is the right word. I don't know if folk's the right word. It's just kind of like somewhere in the same like district as kind of those neighborhoods. But I think if people were to look at like your resume and they see Alkaline Trio, they see all these other, you know, uh, bands that you've performed in or subbed in or kind of collaborated with over the years, they might not kind of expect this sound, but is this kind of I, I guess is this the sound that you like associate with yourself or not at all I mean I, I listen to classic rock and there's certainly some influences of that you know I grew up listening to new wave and punk and there's a little bit of you know shadows of that in there but um, stylistically it was really interesting to me I, I, I never really listened to a lot of folk or country for that matter I mean I, I respect it and 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 certainly there are you know certain artists that I do enjoy but I would write these songs, and maybe it was just the, the, the fact that they were written on an acoustic guitar that kind of lent it that kind of folk quality. Mm -hmm. But it, it just kind of came out in this bizarre way, and, and I struggled with it for a while. Like, is this too folk for an Alkaline Trio audience? Like, is it, like, does this really have anything to do with me? And, and now I realize that, you know, a song is, it's going to come out the way that it comes out. And if it sounds different than everything else, great, you know? So the, the record does, you know, cover a, a fair amount of ground stylistically. I think it all works really well together. I definitely spent some time trying to make sure it's like a cohesive, you know, uh, record, but, but yeah, it was really, I mean, it was as surprising to me. I would listen back to a song that I recorded, you know, whatever, you know, the week before, and laugh at how, you know, it sounds like a Graham Parsons song or something. And I'm like, I, but I don't even really listen to Graham Parsons, so where did that come from? So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was a cool sort of uh, exploratory process, and, uh, and it continues today. Like, I, you know, I never know if I'm going to write, like, a metal song or a punk song or, you know, a country song or whatever. It's just kind of whatever, whatever happens that day. Well, and it's like, it's, it's not fair to you to limit yourself because maybe an Alkaline Trio fan isn't going to understand it. Because you individually are not writing an Alkaline Trio record under your name. You know, you're writing the record that represents you and what you're going through or who you were at a certain time or all these kind of things. But I mean, was that, it sounds like it was at least across your mind. Like, how much does that come into play where it's like, well, you know what, like a lot of people see me as like Derek Grant of Alkaline Trio. Can I get away with this? Or can I expect people to find this kind of thing and, and you know, access it. Yeah, I, I it's, um, I mean, I, I guess that definitely, the, that played a factor, the, the, you know, am I, am I creating something that is accessible, you know, to Alkaline Trio fans, but when I think about it, Alkaline Trio fans I, I, are amazing people. I mean, we've been blessed with this, like, this, this great audience. There's, they're is, some of the most hardcore fans are, in so. Chicago, if not the country. They're, they're, they're very uh, invested and, and faithful, and, and they followed us. I mean, stylistically, Alkaline Trio has gone through a lot of changes over the years. And, you know, we've done a fair amount of acoustic stuff, and Dan's done his, you know, his solo stuff in the emergency room that's mm -hmm. not yeah. totally unlike what I'm doing. And, and uh, you know, Matt's done some solo stuff that's... You that's you know a departure as well so I feel like you know we have an open-minded audience that you know is accepting and I'm not saying that it's for everybody I you know I don't expect everybody to enjoy the record but um, you know I think 
people, uh, you know, Alkaline Trail fans are definitely willing to give it a shot and give it a listen, and and uh, and you know they're very supportive. So, yeah, ultimately it was just a matter of like, you know, let's just put this out and see, you know, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you, you don't. You know, it's just it's an honest piece of work, and um, you know that's that's all I can do is be honest. Well, you know, now that the record is out. Um, what happens from here? You have this band, you know, made up of, of great veteran, you know, musicians who've all been around the block with, with tons of great projects. The record's out. You have these songs officially finished. You know, you're performing live. What kind of happens from here now that this is finally in existence in the world for people to discover? Well, I've got a pretty busy year. I'm, I'm doing, uh, well, this is going to be the last night of this, this little run here. Um, next month, I go and do some shows in Australia with the Vandals. Um, and then the, the following month, sometime in, in April actually, um, I'm going to be doing a tour with uh, an old band that I used to play with and I can't really talk too much about it right now. But on that tour, I believe I will be opening the shows, supporting this record, but just playing a solo acoustic. So it'll be a different you know, variation of what we're doing here. Um, but I would love to continue to play with these guys and, uh, and I hope that we can do more shows in the future yeah. when time permits. Well, I dig it, man. Um, the record is called Breakdown. Derek Grant, man, thank you so much for taking a couple minutes here. Post soundcheck at the Beat Kitchen. You're going to play later tonight. And if the soundcheck is any indication, man, you guys are going to kill it. It really sounded fantastic. And I'm a big fan of the record. So congratulations on getting it out in the world. And best of luck bringing it out, you know, going forward, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for talking to me. Sweet. This has been the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast. Thanks to Derek Grant for being on the show this week. You can find more Dynasty podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.